Hey, hey friends, it's Kimberly here. I'm glad you're here. It's been a while since we had a, a podcast episode, but I'm here with my good friend, fellow veteran. We served in the Coast Guard together. Say hi, Tina. Hi. <laughs> so we're here in beautiful, sunny Florida, and we've had such a great time. Now, we've been friends for uh, oh, many, many years. We, we've, we have gone from almost 40 years, and then we decided that made us sound too old. So I think we just met. It's yeah, to meet yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's interesting. We've had such a great time uh, reconnecting, and of course, self. I love the ocean. Just having time to be in the ocean and just be spend time with a girlfriend, sharing memories. It's really been delicious, and I think you know it's interesting. Um, and we kind of were talking about this yesterday, um, but you know. I think today, when we talk about relationships, relationships are super important. And especially coming out of COVID, what we find is, and I don't know if you've seen this, Tina, but I know uh, as I'm talking with folks all over the country, we find this is such a pretty view. I find that more and more people are having social anxieties, right? And I think all of us, regardless of if you're in, if you're in, it, okay, you know, so I'm going to pause here. This is a lot like uh, the Long Bridge over Sandpoint. This is beautiful. We're taking on that one. Wow, so awesome. You guys are in for a great podcast. It's on YouTube, so make sure you go on YouTube so you can see this beautiful ocean vista, <coughs> which is beautiful. But anyway, uh, coming out of a, a pandemic uh, kind of experience that we've all been through, I, I find as I'm talking to people all over the country that there's a real upsurge in social anxiety uh, and, and yet this is coming at a time when many of us are feeling really lonely and disconnected don't you think Tina absolutely and we're hungry for relationships but relationships take time it was interesting Tina and I were talking about how it's odd if you go to dinner uh, and you're with a group of people that you're wanting to have a relationship with and build you know, have some communication with. It was funny. We, we were in a situation where um, we were sitting around the table. Tina and I, you, did you realize we're the only people who weren't staring at our phones? Absolutely. We did not have our phones out. <laughs> we did not have everybody our phones out. Uh, but everybody else, they were looking like this. I don't know how you have a conversation and build a relationship without some eye contact. There's a lot of energy and uh, just real... Um, just beautiful, authentic, getting to know people that you don't do like this, right? So, and I don't know about you, but Tina, do you remember in the Coast Guard, we did a lot of difficult things. Absolutely. Right? So, I remember one of the things, so on a high endurance cutter, uh, we would go down to Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear about Gitmo? Oh, yes. So, she was on small boat station. She the small boat stations, they make the fire department look slow. Yeah, they are real, they're the, they're like uh, the top gun of the Coast Guard the small boat stations. But anyway, um, so in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, we have refresher training. And, and so the Coast Guard, now this is many years ago, but the Coast Guard has a very strong peacetime mission, which is one of the things I love the most about serving in the Coast Guard. But once a year, we go down to Gitmo and we have what's called Ref Tray. Ref tray, refresher training. It's all like disaster, maritime, not maritime, a wartime kind of training. One of the things that they had us do was firefighting. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, we did too. You did too? Oh, well, yes. they they have a mock-up of us 
big ship that's on fire, you have to suit up and go into the ship with and fire hoses. You remember holding on to the fire hoses that's like holding on to holy case there? A ours, lot of force. Ours came out of a 44 footer and you would pull, you hook it all up and hold it and the water would be sucked from the ocean and we'd be spraying the boat. And you'd have to hold it very tightly to do. It, it was awesome. Oh yeah. But it's, it's kind of challenging and we had to go into the fire now my dad was a firefighter and so and I've been in a fire I don't know if I ever told you that when I was a little girl I burned my hand no you did not yeah I was in a fire my hand was burned and my my doll burned in the fire and I wanted my doll oh my gosh so check this out people that's so pretty wow and everybody's pulled over on there they're fishing they're fishing Oh my gosh, it is so pretty. I you miss You know the what ocean. this bridge is right here? What's this bridge? This was the first bridge that went oh. over. And that's when the Coast Guard had to be called out to rescue people that a, a, a ship hit the side of this bridge, that bridge. Oh. And the whole piece fell out in the middle and people were going into the water in their cars. Really? And they were trying to save them. Yes. We were trained on that uh, whenever we were in radio men's school. You don't remember oh, that? Oh, is that the one with yes, the Mayday? this is it right here. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. Do you remember that? They played that kind of clip in The Guardian. Do you remember when that came on? That's, that scene in The Guardian where they're, they have the Mayday. Oh, yeah. we can share some Mayday calls. The worst one I had was Boston Harbor. We're definitely all over they the board. They recently put this up like in the last month or so. This here, because people keep jumping off committing suicide from this bridge. Oh, no. Yes, that's crazy. I didn't know that, and um, well, I was told that, and I was like, wow, I've never seen it, and I've come over this bridge lots of times, and I'm so happy I've never seen anything like that, but well, you know, and this, this brings us, time, so. well, this brings us back to a great point, this whole concept of connectedness, and, you know, as difficult as it can be, right, yes. we talk about doing hard things, there's the other end of it, where the boat, oh, I see, wow, it took yes. out a lot of them. They, the bridge. They, they knocked it all out and built this one. Uh, but you know, this concept that we're talking about here and doing hard things. So for me, learning how to fight fires was a little scary, right? However, I knew that I was being taught and trained and I had mentors who were helping me and that would teach and guide me and I wouldn't be doing this on my own, right? right. Not gonna cut, they're not going to cut you loose until you can do it, right? Right. As a nurse, starting in IBA, I didn't just start off, hey, let me poke you, right? And so I think sometimes we forget that when we're uncomfortable, and sometimes, we kind of talked about this earlier too, that sometimes there can be a thought process out there that says, you know, if something's difficult, it means I shouldn't be doing it. It's not a good thing. And that's not necessarily true. Sometimes it's true. But sometimes when you're, something is difficult, it means that you need to muscle up and you're, you need to develop some skills so that you can do that hard thing. There's no glorious, uh, there's no gold medal for the guy who sits in the armchair and thinks about, you know, running a mile, right? The gold medal comes when you do hard things repetitively until they no longer become hard or so that you, you level up and you become hard enough to do those hard things. So, and I think, you know, we talk about relationships and, um, you know, if, if, if you're feeling maybe a lack of connection, 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage you all and myself right that we're gonna reach out and do something hard and that might mean saying hi to somebody that you don't know it might mean stepping out going to church even if it's all by yourself we went to a new church today we didn't know anybody there did we correct um, and that can be uncomfortable uh, it might mean going to a social gathering by yourself and the other thing too that's really inter interesting and what we know is that when we remove ourselves right most of the time when we're uncomfortable it's because we're thinking too much about ourselves you know what are these people going to think of me i don't want somebody to you know see me and you know for who i am or who i think i am because we always think that we're less than we are all of us do Right or uh, you know, I, I got a news flash for you. Nobody looks good naked, <laughs> and everybody poops. <laughs> Sorry, I am a nurse. Right, but it's take the pressure off of yourself, remove yourself, get out of your head, and what you're going to find is when you stop thinking about yourself and you focus on other people completely on other people. Um, your experience will completely change and that situation that you're in that might be difficult you might feel uncomfortable it's really I think it's hard to meet new people don't you think it is it's uncomfortable um, and you're vulnerable right but the more that you do that the easier it will be and think of it this way with understanding that there are so many people right now who do feel disconnected who do feel alone Right? Like you mentioned, people that are jumping off the bridge. That doesn't happen all at once. That happens over many years or months or years or whatever of feeling alone. Feeling like you don't matter. Feeling like nobody cares. Right? When you get out of your own head and you focus on other people, you, you are doing so much to make the world a better place. The great thing is, is that it all comes back to you and you feel amazing. And you become a magnet to all kinds of good, wonderful things. What do you think, Tina? Absolutely. Couldn't I have said it better myself? There you go. So I guess that's wisdom from the road, right, Tina? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we hope that you have a wonderful day. And uh, I'd love to hear from you on, you know, what, what are you going to do to reach out and uh, help alleviate some of the isolation? That's the next pandemic isolation and let's you and me and Tina let's inoculate uh, the people in our circle and uh, help them feel as beautiful and wonderful as we all are and I hope all good things for you make it a great day bye friends <laughs>